Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. The Power of Patience. I decided to talk about patience today because I have so little of it. Just ask my friends and family, especially ask my husband, Robert. For 39 years now, he has lived with my impatience, showing remarkable patience in the process. When I have a meltdown over a computer malfunction, the first advice he gives me is to slow down and be patient. It always goes better after that. Fortunately, Robert has a good sense of humor as well. While in the process of preparing these remarks, I ordered several books about patience. When Amazon failed to deliver them on the designated date, I expressed frustration and impatience. He laughed at the absurdity of my reaction, getting impatient about patience. But this is the world we live in. The speed of our digital existence has conditioned us to expect our desires and preferences to be instantly fulfilled. A click on the computer and we get what we want. Our tolerance for any sort of delay has decreased dramatically, even dangerously. We have paid a severe emotional price for this impatient and competitive lifestyle. As actor Lily Tomlin has wisely observed, the thing about the rat race is that even if you win, you're still a rat. Patience has become an endangered species, until now. The seemingly endless COVID pandemic we're now living through is showing us the necessity and value of patience. It's the most severe test of patience and endurance that most of us have experienced in our lifetimes. In our collective attempt to slow the spread of the virus, we have had to put our lives on hold. In self-isolation and quarantine, we have had to postpone so many activities that we had always taken for granted and even considered essential to our lives. Travel, dining out, socializing with friends, going to the gym, attending concerts or sporting events, even attending church. Here we are meeting on Zoom instead of in our beautiful historic sanctuary on Arlington Street. And it appears we will not be able to gather there again safely for quite a while, perhaps not until spring of 2021. We are foregoing all these activities in order to hopefully reach the more valuable and important communal goal of flattening the curve of the virus. Many of us feel intense impatience and frustration. Some have been unable to control their impatience, 
especially as time has dragged on and they've returned to pre-COVID behaviors that put us all at risk. Others have experienced severe depression and intense feelings of loss. So this seems like a particularly good moment to reflect upon patience, an old-fashioned virtue that has again come into vogue. Let us take a deep, patient breath together and proceed. The dictionary defines patience as the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Notice that word capacity. Capacity implies a skill or attitude to be learned or mastered, not an innate human behavior. Patience is a practice and one that can be constantly improved. We acquire patience through consistent mindful effort, like learning to play the piano or speaking a foreign language. Impatience is a habit, so is patience. Patience has also been described as the level of endurance one can have before negativity. So patience requires endurance, a quality we associate with systematic and goal-directed physical activity, like swimming or running. And that takes regular training. We cannot run a marathon without long, mindful preparation. Negativity is the enemy of patience. When we start complaining about not being able to go to the movies or to our favorite restaurant, we are no longer exhibiting patience. We have failed the endurance test. The English word patience is derived from the Latin word patientia, itself derived from the Latin verb pati, meaning to suffer. The concept of patience implies some level of suffering. We exercise patience when something has not gone the way we want it to, but we have to deal with the undesirable situation anyway. It isn't surprising then that the word passive comes from the same Latin root. Passivity and patience are closely related. When we are patient, we have to accept a passive role of acceptance, realizing we cannot change the reality we are experiencing, at least not now. We also use the word patient to describe someone receiving medical or surgical treatment in a clinic or a hospital. The patient has to be patient until he or she recovers from the illness or condition. Patience is acceptance. Acceptance is the key to the serenity prayer, which has proven so effective in 12-step programs. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Try repeating that prayer when you feel your patience is about to fray. Besides the serenity prayer, there are other practices that can help us find patience in these difficult times. Meditation is one of them. Take 10 or 20 minutes to sit quietly and meditate, maybe especially in the morning. And you might be surprised how refreshed and restored you feel. 
it can make the whole day go better. Meditation can also help just before bedtime to calm your mind and ease anxiety. If you don't have the time or inclination for meditation, then try some deep breathing, especially if you are on the verge of an outburst of impatience, pause and take 10 deep breaths or count slowly to 10. You'll feel relaxed and restored and so much happier for not having exploded. Keep things in perspective. When you are about to blow up because your friend is five minutes late for a lunch date, remember how little that matters in this troubled world today. Make a list of your many blessings. Be grateful. Gratitude, like patience, is also an attitude that strengthens with mindful practice. Gratitude and patience go hand in hand. Find a new project. Take up the cello. Build a birdhouse. It really does help to change the mental channel. And remember, too, that accepting a particular situation we cannot change in the present, like COVID, doesn't mean we have to be patient forever. As an old German proverb advises, long is not forever. It only feels that way. The time will come when this pandemic will end and we can venture freely out into the world again. But until that time, adopting an attitude of patience is the most productive and spiritually rewarding strategy. As is written in the Torah, the holy book of Judaism, the patient man shows much good sense, but the quick-tempered man displays folly at its height. In another sacred text from the Islam tradition, the Sahih Bukhari, you can find a fascinating passage about the rewards of patience in the midst of a plague that seem especially relevant. That was a means of torture which Allah used to send upon whomsoever he wished, but he made it a source of mercy for the believers. For anyone who was residing in a town in which this disease is present and remains there and does not leave that town, but has patience and hopes for Allah's reward, and knows that nothing will befall him except what Allah has written for him, then he will get such reward as that of a martyr. This story clearly links patience with faith. To truly feel patience, we must have faith that the bad situation will end, or at least improve, or that it will present other possibilities that might be preferable. Patience requires faith in a good outcome. Difficult circumstances become opportunities for personal and spiritual growth. Those who are faring best in the COVID pandemic are those who see it as an opportunity rather than a misfortune. They see this momentous cosmic pause as a gift of unstructured time for reflection, self-renewal, and reappraisal of values. They may even be sorry when this recess ends and what we call real life resumes. In her book, The Power of Patience, How This Old-Fashioned Virtue Can Improve Your Life, 
M.J. Ryan writes, when trials do come, we have two choices, to rail endlessly against what is happening or to experience our feelings of sorrow, fear, and anger, then engage our patience and allow the challenge to grow our souls. An essential truth about patience is that it comes in many varieties. All of us have patience for different kinds of activities and situations. To use myself as an example, I have little patience when it comes to mechanical matters. If something breaks, I quickly lose patience with trying to figure out how to fix it. My husband, Robert, on the other hand, has infinite patience in such situations. He can sit patiently for hours figuring out how to make the broken thing work again. This is probably one of the reasons why we make such a good couple. Our patient skills complement each other. Where I do have a great deal of patience is for writing. I can sit for hours writing and revising an article or a book chapter that I have produced five books and hundreds of articles seems to show that I possess an abundance of patience or stick-to-itiveness, what the Germans call Zitfleisch, in that particular realm. People often ask me how to go about writing a book. They say they feel daunted by the enormity of the scale of such a project, of producing hundreds of pages. I always tell them that my process is to produce 1,000 words each day. I try not to think that I will need 150,000 words before I'm done. One day at a time, it adds up. As the writer Leo Tolstoy, who produced the doorstop novel War and Peace, advised, talent is long patience. Or another writer said, genius is nothing but a greater aptitude for patience. Those who have written on patience all agree that if we are to consistently practice patience towards others or towards situations we cannot control, like COVID, we must first be patient with ourselves. If we should slip and express frustration or anger, the solution is not to beat up on ourselves. Instead, we should forgive ourselves and work to be more mindful and more patient next time the need arises. That way we can also have more empathy towards those around us who might become impatient and angry. We can feel their pain, their frustration, but do not have to imitate or react towards it negatively. A patient man is one who can put up with himself. As Unitarian Universalists, we can also embrace the practice of patience in the challenging present moment as another phase in our spiritual development. All major religions have prized patience. For Buddhists, it's one of the perfections on the road to perfect enlightenment and embodies the principles of not returning harm even when we are criticized or attacked. For Christians, patience comes from the example of Jesus, who refused to retaliate against his many enemies, even in the face of death. It's also intertwined with love, as St. Paul wrote in his first letter to the Corinthians, Love is patient and kind. For us in the UU faith, patience is part of our belief in peace and service. It gives us compassion 
for the difficulties faced by others and by ourselves. Finally, patience allows us to accept the universe in all its diversity and contradictions. Patience also requires us to live entirely in the present moment. We become impatient when we worry about what might happen in the future or what happened in the past. We cannot control the future or the past. We can wear masks and practice social distancing, but we cannot control how long COVID-19 will impact our lives. What we can control is how we live in the present. Practicing patience is a choice we can make right now. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.